0: Today's episode of the Locked On Texans is centered around one question, and that is, (laughs) who's actually going to be the Texans' new head coach? And that'll take us to if Houston has an actual plan in place. Cody, start the intro, start the drums, Texan fans. We are in for a long week. (laughs) You are Locked On Texans. Daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, everybody, to a Monday edition of the Locked On Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by Get GetUpside.com. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store and use promo code TUSHDOWN for 25 cents per gallon or more on cash back right to your bank on your first fill-up. Cody, you know, today's episode has been revised several times before bringing it to our great listeners. But today we look at Lovey Smith and the curveball of him being a possible candidate for the Houston Texans head coaching vacancy. And what the hell happened with Jonathan Gannon, Josh McCown, and Brian Flores? And with the Super Bowl week taking off this week, Cody, I assume the Texans will announce the head coaching hire either today on Monday or at the latest on Tuesday. Let's take the fans and listeners through what has been going on and transpiring within the last 24 to 48 hours
1: yeah And before we start let me give my time stamp it is february 6 2022 at 10 55 p.m and literally 30 minutes before john and i jumped on this podcast like everybody else we got news that there is now a possibility that lovey smith can potentially be the head coach of the houston texans and this was a curveball that nobody saw coming You guys saw it from the reports from Aaron Wilson, Sarah Barsha of ESPN, John McClain from the Houston Chronicles, John and myself here on Locked On Texans. Everyone was under the assumption that their number one candidate was Josh McCown and Brian Flores, despite his lawsuit against the NFL, he was still in the running, of course, Over the weekend, we heard that Jonathan Gannon was still in the running. It seemed like Gannon and Kevin O'Connell was always like neck and neck on who was going to take that third spot for the Texans head coaching vacancy. But, John, I I am speechless because, like I mentioned, nobody saw this coming, as a matter of fact. And, John, you was way out in Alabama last week, and you spoke to a source who told you that um, Josh McCown was definitely going to be the Texans' next head coach. I was told—
0: was everything but signed sealed and delivered but exactly expected to be Houston's next head coach
1: and what's crazy you I think you made that statement I want to say on Wednesday's installment of locked on Texans over the weekend I spoke to not one but two reliable sources that told me that Josh McCown was going to be the Houston Texans next head coach and there was so much in advance talk to the point they was already starting to set up meetings and appearances and stuff for the next two weeks I don't know what the hell took place Sunday afternoon we're going to find out something, but Lovey Smith, it seems like he's going to be the next head coach of the Houston Texans. Before we dive into the possibility of Lovey Smith taking over, John, listeners and viewers, I'm just hoping that this isn't David Cully 2.0. And I say that because remember this time last year when the Houston Texans were, you know, is it going to be Araby Enemy? Is it going to be this guy? Is it going to be this guy? All of a sudden we got word that they was bringing in David Cully for an interview and within the span of twelve hours he was that next head coach and we all knew that he was that he was a placeholder i I don't know what happened somewhere along the line the Texans plan blew up in their face because the day they they got rid of David Cully, which is now going on three weeks it seems like Brian Flores and Josh McCall was their top two candidates but i i'm I'm speechless.
0: I want to talk about Lovey Smith. So it has been reported that he has been a part of the searching process in the last few days. Teams, uh, He was the team's associate head coach for last season. We discussed uh, Houston vetting with candidates about coaching staff possibilities, which may come down to Pep Hamilton, Pep Hamilton excuse me, leading the way at OC if he does not take the opportunity in Jacksonville to help coach up Trevor Lawrence. Which makes me wonder if Lovey was the only person inside of those walls who was okay with Josh McCown as the head, as the as the quarterback coach. And as we talk about this situation, Josh McCown will not be the Houston Texans' next head coach. However, this is what's going on right now, ladies and gentlemen. In that, as much as you guys hate bringing this guy's name up, there was a split between. Who is my guy and who is not my guy? Jack Easterby wanted Josh McCown in Houston for the head coaching position, which, by the way, I stand by saying that would have been an astronomical disaster. Nick Asario, who I believe wanted Brian Flores... We look at what happened to Josh Gannon. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Jonathan Gannon and Brian Flores. I believe Nick Casario wanted Brian Flores prior to the lawsuit. I believe Jonathan Gannon was a strong candidate for this franchise, and that they really did like him. You know, we spoke to a couple of people in this situation. Sorry, surrounding the franchise, and Jonathan Gannon blew them off with their interview. Got a second interview. Brian Flores was flown in after the initial Zoom interview and got a second but in-person first interview. So when we look at the two sides, there's no way I can come by and look at Houston and say, now we look at Jack to be being a problem or not a problem because how high Josh McCown almost was going to be the head coach by how high he considered him to be the Houston Texans' next leader. Either way, the plan from Houston all along, Either this was, excuse me, the plan from Houston all along or this team is clueless about the next move and what they should be. And at some point, we have to stop assuming that this team led by Nick Casario has their mind made up and is waiting for everybody else to catch up. We have to stop assuming that Nick Casario is playing chess and everybody else is playing checkers. No, this team won him a count which I think may have cost him other possible candidates. Uh, and it comes off to me as a panic decision to bring in Lovey Smith. Now, Lovey Smith, we know about his resume. We talked about him being on the show uh, not too long about not too long ago about him being the possible uh, head coach for the Houston Texans. And, Cody, you were on board with Lovey Smith getting an opportunity. I wasn't. We know about what he did with Chicago in those successful days as the Bears coach. We know about his time. In Tampa, and by that last season, it seemed like, Lovey Smith, we knew the writing was on the wall. And then we also know about how abysmal he was at the college ranks. I get that. But I'm looking at this situation. We're hearing reports and rumors that a couple of those candidates turned Houston down. That Gannon, no, I'm okay. Josh McCown, I'm going to step away. And with Brian Flores in this situation, you know, I'm not 100% sure how much as a whole this franchise was going to buy into him being the next head coach. And so it comes off as a panic decision. It comes off to me as a move that screams we're not ready for the next a couple of years. It comes off to me as a, as a, a, as a, as a move to where now I really question Casario and his ability to bring in the front office and build it. You also got guys leaving, which we're going to talk about. Now you have to fill in your tight end coach. Now you have to wonder what, what Pep Hamilton is going to do. And late in the midnight hour, God, I don't think is going to turn us around. We look at Lovey Smith and having this opportunity, kudos to him to be the next head coach for the Houston Texans. But this is just a lot of dysfunction for a team that can't handle another year of dysfunction and this is the time of year i'm you know i've pretty much given up on all of my new year's resolutions i'm sorry but it happens i'm doing better though this year is better than last year and in february i will bounce back but this year i'm sticking to my resolution to eat right thanks to bill barr it almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. I'm telling you guys, have you tried the Churro Puffs? If you haven't, you are missing out on one of the best-built bars, best-tasting bars on the market. The Puffs are the first-ever protein-infused marshmallow protein bars. They're fluffy, They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. It's a treat. And as always, just like every other... Bill Bar, they are covered in 100% real chocolate. Most Bill Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of net carbs, 4 grams of sugar, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually carries around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and a dozen of those nasty, nasty net carbs. Go to Bill.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15, that is L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off at built.com Now we have to talk about what does this actually mean for the franchise moving forward. Hey, Christian, um, you
1: know, despite the record, what did it mean for this defense to finish top 10 takeaways knowing that last year they finished
2: very last? Um, you know, it, that, was, that was definitely something good to see. Um, you see a lot of, a lot of challenging things happening in, in the season of football. But when you do pull out, you know, good things, uh, that means you're always improving somewhere. You know, our record wasn't what we wanted it, but you know, we still got better at something, and that's that's all you can ask for. Uh, you can't look back on the past and dwell, dwell on, on your record. You got to look at the good things and see, all right, where can I build at, um, and where can I, you know, make a statement going into next year. And I think that's something to, to end in the top ten in. Uh, Takeaways. Knowing you know the previous year wasn't you know that good uh, shows improvement. So uh, that's all you can ask for. And how much of, and how much of that was you know,
1: because Lovey Smith was the defensive coordinator,
2: someone who's always been the defensive line coach. Well, you know when you look at Lovey's track record, uh, he always has you know defenses that has a bunch of takeaways, and that's something that he preached and he put special emphasis on on takeaways and. We focused on it, and you know, obviously, it's it's, it was a good outcome for us to to see all those takeaways.
1: Welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen, to this Monday installment of Locked On Texans, only on the Locked On Podcast Network. As you guys just heard, that was a conversation that I had with Christian Kersey during the Houston Texans player exit a couple weeks ago, and that was the same um, interview that I played on January twelfth, which was the day that John and I talked about the possibility of Lovey Smith taking over as the Houston Texans next head coach, or at least the possibility of him being considered. And John, I know you asked the question, you know, what is next for the Houston Texans, because it seems like Lovey Smith is going to be there guy at least for the 2022 season
0: so really quick what we are learning is if he is brought in to be the houston texas next head coach pep hamilton will in fact uh will more than likely be the oc for houston Mm -hmm. and that they will retain frank ross as a special teams coordinator and as mentioned, Pep Hamilton will be promoted, which he deserves. He definitely deserves. An opportunity, especially with the craziness surrounding the Houston Texans, an opportunity to be the Houston Texans' next OC. By the way, Lovey Smith was interviewed in 2014 to take over from Gary Kubiak. As we know, uh, the Texans went with Bill O'Brien. However, what we we're learning is Lovey Smith, that, you know, what he gave off in that year in an interview. Was still lingering
1: around the building uh, from 2014. Mm. And that's where I kind of want to get at. You know, when you take a look at what's next for the Texans, look we don't know how good or how bad this hire is going to be as a matter of fact I mean I, don't, I think with Lovey Smith you don't make no type of improvements that you made last year when you went 4-13 and 13. but what I will say John listeners and viewers I think this is the Texans way of actually sustaining the relationship that some of these players have already built I mean you guys just heard Kristen Kersey talked about how much you know the improvements that we saw in this defense especially for them to record 25 takeaways in 2021 coming off a of year where you only had a total of nine so many of, of those defensive guys love playing for lovey smith they love his defensive philosophy they I, I remember talking to i think it was um desmond king if i'm not mistaken And we all know king had you know pretty much a career year under smith as the defensive coordinator um, I, I remember asking king throughout the season you know what is it about smith that's that is making so many of you guys flourish on the defensive side of the ball especially giving you guys ability to take the ball away and king said that look he doesn't have a, a defensive philosophy where you have to do a lot of thinking you just go out there and play and players love that when you just go out there and play and um john i'm, I'm happy that you brought in the news talking about um pep hamilton that is another you know point where you got to take a look at the relationship factor because every since we have been talking about this coaching search we have been very adamant about the possibility of the texans keeping pep hamilton and moving him up into the role of offensive coordinator given the relationship and the camaraderie that he has already established with davis mills
0: when i look at the future of this franchise as of right now because of how this was handled because of how they went about if lovey smith is indeed going to be the next head coach, because at this point, I will have to wait for the announcement from the team. I, I got to see it from the team's Twitter page and Nick Serial in a press conference. But if he becomes a Houston Texans next head coach and, you know, they, they retain the guys, they retain. And I, I I don't know if this moves the needle for Houston. And I wonder if this will in a year or two maybe because of who lovey smith is uh, he has a respect of the NFL so maybe he's warranted more than one year which is what david Cully got but does this bring Houston back to the same point where they already are currently during this offseason where your your head coach is gone and you're looking for another head coach and your team isn't playing up to par and the reason why i said it is because I now don't have faith in Nick uh when it comes to picking these players because how can we trust you when there's an issue with another guy that you promised did not partake in this personnel side of things
1: in Jackie speak but no I was just gonna say man I I I get your concern but what I would say is and we kind of talked about this, um, I think, one day last week. You know, you take a look at the power service struggle between Casario and Easterby. Would you have a little bit more faith in Casario, only knowing that he might be the only guy within this organization who's not going to give in to the foolishness that Jack Easterby wants? No,
0: no, because this is your second head coaching hire, okay? And the first head coaching hire was not understandable at the time. And even towards the end, it was a head-scratcher. However, you at least you came out of it in a better situation. Like, your, your offseason this year is going to be much better than what it was last year, at least based off in terms of the draft alone. And so now this is your moment to say, this is my guy, 100%. I'm not going to go back and forth, back and forth. And now that's a concern because, okay, now you have to go back and forth with a head coaching hire. Do you have to go back and forth when it comes to the draft? And by the way, where does Cal sit in all of this? I normally try to exclude these elements when talking about this franchise in terms of Jack Easterby, in terms of his relationship with Cal McNair, and in terms of bringing it around to what Nick Casario can do with his job. But, man, when you have people saying after they've interviewed you twice, I don't want it, I'm backing out then yes, we look at a situation where your franchise, at least at the top, I think the players are fine. Like going into last offseason, I thought the roster was an issue. And at some levels, I still think the roster is an issue, but I think the roster is better off now than it was last year, considering last year, we knew the wasn't gonna play. This year, we know the ain't gonna play, but at least we know that we have a young quarterback that can at least be serviceable and I think it be better than service. And so, how can I sit there and say, no, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt? I gave you that last year, and I gave it to you going to this head coaching uh, hire this go round. And this, like I, like I said, this seems like a panic move, and I can't agree with how they're going about this. This is not about doing things for the fans. This is not about trying to regain the trust of the fans, even though that'd be nice. This is just about whether or not you can put your foot down and live and die by the decisions that we brought you in excuse me the texans brought you in to make which is why i can't i cannot cancel i i question the ownership i question the ownership i think that's a fair i think that's very fair to question what cal mcnair has been doing behind the scenes in his say so because it comes off as you guys do whatever you want i'm just going to enjoy the title of being an owner. And I don't wish Lovey Smith to fail. I actually hope he succeeds. Shut me up. But this process has been a joke. A complete joke. Texan fans, I know you guys may be upset, pissed off, mad, angry at the world. Some of you may be happy. Some of you may want to go out and celebrate. Well, when you do that, and you may need some gas, maybe running on E. I want to let you know that get upside has you covered. Me and my listeners, we are earning cash back for every gallon of gas every time we fill up. We just downloaded the free GetUpside app in the app store and you can find it on Google Play right now. Use promo code Touchdown for NFL or score for college for 25 cents per gallon or more on your first fill up cashback. Don't play, excuse me, don't pay for a price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Again, just download the free app. Use promo code testdown for NFL or SCORE for college for 25 cents per gallon or more on your first tank. Thank you for making the Locked On Texans your first listen every day. Be sure to check us out throughout the week as we continue with the head coaching search process and bringing you all that coverage. Also, make sure you check out the Locked On Best podcast hosted by your boy Q with handicapping expert Lee Sterling. It's free. And available on all major podcasting platforms. So we've talked about Lovey Smith being the you know potential, and right now it seems like the surefire head coach for the Houston Texans, whether or not he'll be back or well, the franchise will be back in a couple of years, if he'll be a bridge head coach, or did they actually strike go We are all gonna be waiting to see. However, mm. now when he comes in, he won't be coming into a situation where a lot of things are already taken care of for him. He will have his work cut off for him because now you have to find an offensive line coach. Now you have to find a tight end coach. Now you have to find a defensive line coach And with Levy Smith coming from the defensive side of the ball. As a coordinator for Houston last year, he may have a guy already on this coaching staff in mind that he's ready to boost up to the next level. So we'll keep an eye on that. However, you know, this job will come with a lot of uncertainties. And it's going to be unfair to Lovey because I think some of these relationships were fractured due to the, the handling uh, by the front office office throughout this this season. I don't know how much some of these men from this coaching staff trusted the front office after they fired David Culley. That may be a situation where they looked at that uh, as a reason to leave. You know, some, maybe they didn't, you know, trust the word that uh, was being passed down to them. And then I think the whole situation with David Cully in itself could have been very disheartening to watch. And so they wanted to find better situations for themselves and their career. All right. But nothing is going to be perfect. Love you will walk into a situation unlike David Cully with nine total picks in this upcoming draft. And I expect Houston to get a couple of more, however they get them. Maybe it's through trade. Maybe they trade their third-round pick. Maybe they trade a player on their roster. Uh, we've speculated about Laramie Tunsell. We'll see how that works out. But as of right now, Lovey Smith should be expected to be announced as Houston's next head coach. Like I mentioned, at the latest Tuesday morning, this is Super Bowl week. We know Radio Row is popping. We know that uh, the guys are out in Vegas having a blast, getting ready for the Super Bowl. But I don't know. I don't. I don't think Houston wants to wait too much longer to announce the next head coach
1: yeah and as of right now it seems like Lovey smith has three position coaches to fill you know with andy bischoff departing from the houston texans on yesterday of course you got to take into consideration you have to find a new defensive coordinator i would not be surprised if that is his son miles smith who serves as the linebacker coach for the houston texans this season and with the possibility of pep hamilton moving up to offensive coordinator now they're going to have to find a new quarterback coach but you know John these are the Houston Texans for you And
0: let me say this we heard how Nick Casario raved about getting a young coach mentioned Mike Tomlin mm-hmm. Lovey
1: Smith yeah is that not. is true
0: Lovey Smith is not a young coach <laughs> that is a <laughs> young coach qualified Uh, Well, candidate for this job was Gannon. You want to say he's 40. That's young in Mm -hmm. NFL years. Brian Flores was not that old. As a matter of fact, I want to say he was 41 or 42.
1: Yes, he is. And we look at
0: Josh McCown, who was still in his 30s. But Nick Casario really wanted a young candidate. And now we get Lovey Smith. And so, ladies and gentlemen, you guys tell us your theories about what happened in the 11th hour where things just kind of kind of went disarray because before Levy Smith was the candidate, the next guy up, which is what I'm going to call him, uh, you had the finalists come down, and it was not Jonathan Gannon. He declined. It came down to Brian Flores and Josh McCown. Uh, and now we're finding out that Flores may have declined the job, and Josh McCown also took his name out of it. What is actually going on at their franchise that say that Josh McCown is thinking to himself, these guys are going to give me everything I actually probably pray for. And I don't want it. This week is going to be a long, crazy week. Be sure to check us out at locked on Texans. Like us on Facebook, subscribe, comment, like us on YouTube as we continue to bring you Texan news Wow. Covering the NFL draft as well. Follow me on Twitter at John underscore Hickman 12.
1: And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.